Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. Listeners of uh, Fangraphs Audio will be uh, somewhat familiar, probably, with my grandfather, uh, Phil Sestouli, who splits his uh, time between Western Massachusetts and Jupiter, Florida. That same grandfather appeared on Fangraphs Audio last summer. Uh, and of course, that was from his house uh, in Weston, which is right outside Boston. Uh, I recently visited him, though, um, along with my wife, in Jupiter, Florida, uh, which is convenient for a number of reasons. Uh, One, of course, because he lives there and we can visit him. Uh, Two, because it's also the spring training home of the St. Louis Cardinals and Miami Marlins. Uh, The the former team, uh, some some prospects from the former team, I should say, I was able to see while visiting. Uh, And it was also convenient for a third reason, uh, in this case, because uh, my grandfather recently, uh, he being at this point 92 years old, he recently had an incident which necessitated that he go to a, um, a physical uh, sort of therapy rehab sort of clinic where he was stationed for a couple of weeks. And when uh, when I arrived in Florida, I picked him up from that clinic and made sure that uh, he was able uh, to, to get himself around the house and the, uh, the other sort of immediate area around his condominium down in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, what follows is not, I would say, saturated uh, with baseball-related information and analysis, although my grandfather does give some suggestions for dining out in Jupiter, Florida, for anyone who's interested in visiting either the Marlins or, or more likely the Cardinals at their spring training home. Uh, but it certainly does have uh, some of the wisdom that uh, that any nano, nonagenarian, uh, if it, not an octogenarian, he's a now a nonagenarian, uh, the sort of wisdom that, uh, that a 90-year-old-plus person uh, might have. So, uh, yes, uh, without anything more in the way of ado, here is a conversation uh, from Jupiter, Florida, from my grandfather's condo there, um, on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, which begins right now. So we're te- we're te- I'm recording right now, Grandpa, but I'm I'm testing the the yeah. audio. You can you say something? I hate to see you leave because it was enjoyable to have you here. Oh, now I know you're kidding. Let me turn that up a little bit. Did that come through? Yeah. I think it did. It's looking all right. Yeah. We're here uh we're here this is your uh this is a co- we're here in your condo. Yes, we are in a condo. A beautiful view, by the way. Yes, uh, in uh, in Jupiter, Florida. Correct. Not only spring training home to the St. Louis Cardinals and Miami Marlins, but also the the winter home to Philip Sestouli for thirty years, almost thirty years. Correct. Why you came down here? What eighty uh, four? A4, it was right after, because you had a place before in Falmouth? In Falmouth, and that was sold when I bought here. Is that Did that happen right around when you retired then? A little after? A little bit after, yeah. And what was the reasoning for you? To buy? Well, to come down here as opposed to have the place in Cape Cod. Well, because I think I was concerned about the snow, that I thought I had enough snow and I figured I, I prefer going to Florida where the winters are mild and pleasant. Yeah. Versus Falmouth. 
They're not. They're the same in Falmouth as they are in Boston, roughly. Yes. Which is where you were living, yeah. However, Falmouth is very pleasant in the summertime. Yeah. And you've been happy with uh, your residence down here? Oh, yes, extremely happy because you get, other than the view, uh, there's so many things you can do in Florida. In my earlier years with my wife, I we used to travel all over Florida. I got to know Florida very well. I remember, Grandpa, one, so you we used to go, I don't know what town it was in, but it was a nearby town. We would go to a, I'm just going to move this closer to you just to make sure. We would go to a discount movie theater. It was uh, had like $3 movies maybe or something. Less than that. Was it? Yeah. And I remember we went to see um, Chaplin. We went to see the movie Chaplin with Robert Downey Jr. as Charlie Chaplin. And uh, there it was a movie. It was you, um, Grandma, uh, me and my sister, Samantha, and my dad, and maybe his wife, Lynn, I think. Did we go north or south? I don't know. I was uh, yeah. about nine years old. But in a movie, I remember, there is a scene where there are lots of ladies' bosoms, oh. bare bosoms. And yeah. uh, this was, I think, maybe the first time I'd seen that in a movie. And it was particularly awkward because it was there with my grandparents and my dad. Well, you got used to it, to it in a hurry, didn't you? <laughs> well, I, I, didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't remember complaining about yeah, it. No. Yeah. And then I think that another thing we would do is go, we would very frequently go to the Gardens Malt. We'd walk around and we'd get frozen yogurt. Right. That was pleasant. Those days were very enjoyable, especially when my family was down here enjoying it with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, I remember, especially in the earliest days when I come down here, you were ferocious about frozen yogurt. Yeah. Well, you had strong feelings about it. Well, I looked for places where they had sugar-free and... And it was very enjoyable, and you didn't have to worry about having too much sugar. You don't you don't care for sugar. Well, it's not that I don't care for it. The sugar isn't good for you. It's it's poison to your system. And and uh, you related to myself and my wife Callie, yeah. uh, um, you, where you got some of your earliest health advice. You used to sit, wasn't it? You would sit with Grandma and listen to. Carlton Fredericks. Tell me about Carlton Fredericks. Well, we would. This would be during our lunchtime almost every day. We turned it on, and he would advise us that sugar was poison. He says, "See those birds out there on that roof? They're eating bread that people throw out there. Well, as they fly away, they probably will die very soon." <laughs> That's him. That's a morbid image. It, it, well, I believe it. He was serious. He was, uh, you know, telling me stories because you know he's a doctor and yeah. he's certainly uh, advising us the, the importance of not not eating any sugar. Now, what year? What years are we talking about here for uh, Carlton Fredericks? What was his uh, height? Well, it was uh, back in forty-six or seven. Yeah, and uh, so you would have been you would have been about twenty-five, twenty. You were younger then. About 26. But you took uh, the message with regard to sugar to heart. Yeah. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you never 
Uh, you have you have five kids. Yeah. Never gave them sugar. My wife made sure that we never gave white sugar to the children all the time they lived with us. And then when they left, that's different. We couldn't observe or, or control it. And but they began to have cavities that they did not have uh-huh. when they lived with us those 18 years or so. Now, I, I, you've always you've been concerned about diet for some time, as we yeah. just mentioned with regard to sugar. Yeah. I remember visiting you at your home in Weston when I was uh, five, six, seven years old. Uh-huh. And I think at that time uh, you had been told recently maybe that you had highish blood pressure. Or highish cholesterol levels, uh, yeah. and you told you were you would teach me at that age about the um, um, about saturated fat, avoiding yeah. saturated Co- fat, cholesterol, low salt, always have low salt in your food. Yeah, exactly. This is a that's a lot for a young person to take in. Well, that's the time to do it when you're young. If you t- do this while you're young. Or, or if you don't do it, it it will gradually doesn't happen overnight. Any, mm-hmm. any results or, or conditions that are developed, it takes time. It takes maybe fifteen, twenty years before it really affects you, and that's when you have problems. Yeah, many different kinds of problems. Right, but you you made it this far, so it must be uh, doing okay. Well, I tell my children, look at. If you want to live to 92, listen to what I tell you. With regard to diet or everything? Well, diet primarily, yeah. <laughs> but you have advice in many different aspects of life. Yes. I, I, I enjoy doing that, and, and it's beneficial to the recipient. <laughs> well, you were, recently, uh, you were recently at a, uh, a, a nearby... Um, facility here doing some rehab on the strength in your legs right and uh you made it known to me that you were giving some advice to uh your nurses and therapists there right and uh was this always well received i think so they 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 enjoyed it and i think they felt there was compliments yeah. to them so they they somebody's paying attention people like to get attention they do like to get attention yeah. there was one woman i think who was working on you with physical therapy, right? You said she's got a nice smile, nice teeth, yeah, and uh, she's got a had a good figure. However, I've made some suggestions how it would, could improve her chances of uh, getting the attention of young men. I think you, I think you mentioned uh, what sort of bra she might wear. Yes, I did. I said because today bras uh, can adjust. Somewhat, <laughs> the, the breasts, <laughs> <laughs> and they would make because men they notice that, yeah. And that's the first attraction, and then, then eventually they may even talk to you. Oh yeah, uh, so well, yeah, yeah, that would. But but do you agree? But maybe if you attract a man this way, uh, right? Uh, maybe if you attempt to accentuate uh, uh, the bosom area. Uh, then maybe you attract the sort of guy who would only look for that as opposed to a pleasant conversationalist, as no, opposed to no, someone no. That's who... just the initial attraction. Okay. And then you make acquaintance and you certainly can mm-hmm. uh, talk about other things. 
But that the, is the first contact you have with her, and, and the reason you have it is because she, she's emphasizing her good assets. <laughs> now, what should men do to attract, to attract women? Well, men, uh, I think their hair is a factor. Yeah. Uh, some women like to see a man walk and, and see his bottom. His bottom. Yeah. 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 Did you uh, did you feel as though you accentuated that asset when you were a younger man? Not really. I wasn't aware of these things at, at that time. You yeah. Know? But I am now, and I try to advise people, you know, the, the importance of these things. Now, what about a beard like the one I have right now? Well, some women don't like a beard because if they nestle up to you, it's, it's <laughs> itchy. And and this gets in the way when you kiss sometime. And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know. I think a man should show his real face and and if he's good looking, then that it, it emphasizes more the, the attention he will receive from us. Now, a, don't you yeah. think, though, that some – isn't it possible that some men might look better with a beard? Especially, for example, if you have a weaker chin, sometimes a beard can – Well, it's possible. I say some – there are cases where it enhances a, a man's appearance, but he still has these problems I mentioned about yeah. – Nestling up to a woman and, right. and, and, and making her face get irritated. Okay. Are you surprised that I was able uh, to find a woman as attractive as my wife, given how I look? Uh, well, yes, I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, because you didn't always have the best appearance with your beard and other things, your hair. So, yeah, it makes a difference. Well, how do you think I was able to attract my wife then? You think it's well, maybe got, my bottom? You my got bo- to know her. Uh, maybe your bottom was, <laughs> was noticeable. And uh, so there are factors, uh, other factors too, you know, making contact with a gal. If you're in the same school, mm-hmm. you know, you have a lot in common to talk about. Right. What if she, do you think maybe Callie had been drinking a lot when we met and that her senses were impaired and that's why she she didn't uh she got to know me uh, i don't think she's the type to, to do that to, uh, no um i know the last time we did this grandpa i said uh i said uh, if you could have a choice between having me as your grandson or my wife as your granddaughter uh, you said you would choose her um is those still roughly your feelings well, that was only to make a point to you. <laughs> uh, I, I think I would like each of you equally as well. All right. Very good. Um, now, listen, Grandpa. Uh, we're, I want to get on to some practical yeah. practical information here. Um, uh, people listening to this in the future, uh, they might want to come down to spring training here in Jupiter. And um, and uh, they might be able to benefit from your knowledge of the area. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, um, there are a lot of Cardinals fans uh, who read our site yeah. and perhaps listen to the podcast. And uh, and maybe there are some Marlins fans, too. But there are, there are many fewer Marlins yeah. fans than Cardinals fans, generally. Or people who just want to come here. 
Now, we want to give them a sense of your uh, your idea of Jupiter, and I, maybe we'll start with restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. You have some favorite restaurants. Yeah. If you could, if you could have, uh, if I said you can only go out, you got to choose your favorite restaurant in Jupiter. What is this for you? Yeah. What's your favorite restaurant in Jupiter? Well, uh, there's several, uh, but you know, but. On a regular basis, uh, it would be Duffy's. Duffy's. And, uh, and the other one is... The Ale House? The Ale House. Yeah. yeah. You like that. That's Miller's Ale House. Yeah. Now, what do you like about Duffy's? Well, Duffy's has got good scenery and environment of all the screens. You can watch whatever you want to watch. Plus, the food is good, and plus the service is very good. So all around, you know, they have some advantages uh, there that they, some restaurants don't have the service or the choices in the menu and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. Now, uh, we, uh, Callie and I, we picked you up from the the rehab place the other day. Yeah. yeah. And the first, where did we go immediately? To Duffy's. To of Duffy's. <laughs> we had lunch there. You're right. And I uh, I ordered the uh, they have a ravioli that's new. Yeah. And it was very good, like a tomato basil yeah. ravioli. Yeah. And actually, that was quite good. Yeah. I forget uh, what you had that day. Maybe uh, not the hamburger yet. You, your appetite is coming back. You were you did yeah. not you did not care for the food at the rehab at the yeah. rehab place. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of put you off. You said it did. Yeah. yeah. But you're getting it back slowly. I think your appetite. Uh, oh yes. In fact, just as of two days ago, I suddenly. And to get hungry, and I remember making my cereal that morning. I, God, I, I did. I hated to see that it was finished, right? Because I enjoyed it so much. And I said, hey, "This is a good sign." Your cereal, yeah. And then we we went to get you more cereal, but I, I messed up. I got you the wrong cereal. Yes, because uh, you prefer the fiber one, nut clusters. Yeah, and I got you honey bunches of oat. Yeah, which is you know okay, but it's not as good as the other. You know. Can you? What are the differences between the two for you? Well, I noticed the, the flakes were not as soft or I say tender, but they were chewable much easier than than the other because of the fact that uh, they were made. Perhaps differently, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but yeah, uh, yeah I apologize for getting. And I tell you, Callie said, "No, he wants this one," and I said, "I don't know if that's the one he wants." Well, you should listen to Callie more often. I should. So we said uh, Duffy's. It should be said Duffy's has a lot of uh, screens. They feature sports. We saw yeah. some of the Celtics game going yeah, on. Yeah. In fact, the, the waiter I requested to have him turn it, move it over to where we were. Right, you saw it on one of the other screens, yeah. and uh, you yes, and he did. He complied. Yeah, yeah. Very reasonable. You thought he would do it? No, I did not necessarily. I thought you wanted it on the big screen where there was the Miami Heat game. Oh, yeah. I suggested that maybe in South Florida people would be watching the Miami Heat. Well, they do. In fact, even the newspapers they, they emphasize just the Florida teams. Very seldom write about any other team, which well, I think is proper. This is one of the. Criticisms you have of the Palm Beach Post. Yeah. But let me ask you this, Grandpa. I'm interested in your opinion. 
you, when you're back in uh, the Boston area, you read the Boston Globe. Yeah. Is there not a focus there on the Boston sports teams? No. Yes, but in addition, they write up other other teams. Right. They tell you. They give you. They their sports section is far much superior, far more superior mm. than the uh, than the uh, Palm mm. Beach Post. Yeah. If you were the if you were hired, Grandpa, as the editor yeah. of the Palm Beach Post, uh, what would be what would be one move one one change you would make? I would talk to the people in charge of write the writing up the whatever news we have, yeah, and to that, that realize you've got to emphasize the fact there are other people here who have other teams they like. Right. Because Florida is is primarily a mixture of a lot of people from north and, and, and west and so forth. Yeah. And so they all have a favorite team and, and they can't read about it. Down here. Because all they see is, is, a, is a Florida team. Then they go to the high school or, or the college. Yeah. And that's it. But it's all about Florida. There are a lot of people down here. I don't know the numbers, but walking around, we yeah. see a lot of people from Boston and New York. And, yeah, Pennsylvania, uh, many, many other states. You right. Know. But that changes. That changes. I mean, that's mostly the – a lot of that is three months of the year, right, January, February, yeah, March. Yeah, that's the snowbird period of time where they inflate, they inflate the, the area's population – but also, I don't know if Florida can survive without the snowbirds who contribute a lot of money through the spending that they bring down. And I think that has got to be kept in mind. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, we talked about Duffy's. Yeah. Uh, the Ale House. Yeah. What is uh, – what do you think about the Ale House on its own merits or yeah. relative to Duffy's? Well – I think you the, some things in the alehouse are better. Their 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 uh, their uh, salad dinners or lunches, whatever you might want to call them, mm-hmm. they are far superior. They give you a greater selection and and in the ingredients that they put in it and a larger plate. And so, but. Duffy's does that's not their specialty, although you know they're fair. If you if you want needy needed a want a salad, it would be available. Now, uh, um, one of the places uh, Kelly and I went out last night to eat. One of the places we were looking at yeah. was um, Jetty's. Yeah. Or the Jetty Jetty's or the Jetty. Jetty's. Jetty's. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did. We ended up not going there, but this is a place on the water. I think. Yeah. And you've been there before. Yes, several times. This would be a fine dining atmosphere, or is it more casual? Well, it's more – it's it's a good dining area, but uh, the, the prices are higher because you're paying for the environment, you know, that you're getting, of the ocean and so forth. So – but it's an attraction. It's known as a restaurant for – the people that come down here, travelers and so forth, to or come down for the winter in Florida, and to them, you know, it's a novelty to go and visit Jetties. They can see the but water. It's not the most favorite restaurant for the natives. 
because they, there are other restaurants that are superior. They're not on the water, perhaps, but they're superior as restaurants. Now, one of the places uh, that uh, has been, uh, I, I've heard a number of people mention, uh, your friend Lloyd mentioned it. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe um, maybe Bert went there, too, was Carmine's. Oh, yeah. A lot of people really seem to like Carmine's. Well, Carmine's has got real quality. They're known for their quality. And again, their prices are higher, but they give you a, a, a perhaps better uh, items as far as their quality. And this is uh, this is an Italian sort of restaurant. Yes, they ha- they have a restaurant, and they have you can buy food there uh, right next next door to it, I believe. And so uh, there are a lot of advances there. Um. Was there anything else that uh, people visiting Jupiter should know about it? Activities they should they should know about, or secrets about the town they should know about? Well, the t- the town is is very is relatively new, and it has attracted a lot of people. Many of your sports people are come to Jupiter. And so, it's, from that standpoint, the population has grown in Jupiter because it is attractive. And it's, and it's a, as I said, a relatively new community. And, and it's kept uh, very nicely uh, by the town's people. So, uh, I think uh, I would, I had visited, started from West Palm Beach. And, and all the way up Port St. Lucie, I that I wanted to buy in that area. Yeah. And I went to even Jensen Beach, and, and which is nice, but it had a lot of disadvantages. So, cause, and I had a lot of friends there, but I still didn't buy because I kept coming back to Jupiter. And I liked the location, and I liked the surroundings in our in our grounds and so forth. And I wanted uh, an apartment that was facing the inlet, and, and as well as uh, uh, the uh, the fact that I could see the other things around it. Uh, but there, and of course, you have the uh, the extension on their boardwalk, which is always attractive people who fish there and so forth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, we, uh, we've we walked over to yeah, that to the yeah. pier or whatever it is. Yeah. It's very nice there. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice it to walk is. over. Um, and it's free. Down, now, down the street away near uh, Juno, uh, they they charge to get on the, on the pier. Seriously? Yeah. I, I can't understand it because people who live in town, they pay taxes, and it should be entitled. But... That's the the fray, the cost of building it. If you have a, uh, is there a way that residents can get out there free, or is it charged for everyone? It's charged for everybody, as far as I I know. Well, that's not so great. Now the um, the ballpark, Roger Dean Stadium, is sort of in an interesting area. Yes, it's this uh, Abacoa. Yes, it's a whole community. It's what I was just going to say. It's become a community. They they have restaurants there. They have everything you need. Uh, so it's very attractive. But some people don't like it because it's active, and especially when the teams are in area playing. 
then the traffic is higher and so forth. But as far as a place, it's an interesting place to, to live uh, for a younger generation, especially. You, know? you find younger people in Abacoa than yeah, maybe other yeah. parts of Jupiter. Oh uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, because of the activity around it. And there's a university right there too, yeah, uh, Florida Atlantic, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's close by. Yeah, right. So, so, uh, but it's enjoyable. I, I always like to go there, but I don't think I would want to live there per se. But uh, surrounding that area, because that's expanding, it's a little more quiet and uh, and less traffic and so forth. Right. Um, now, uh, before we have, uh, we got to wrap it up a little bit because I yeah. got to get to the airport. Yeah. But um, I, well, I did I did want to mention that this was your first day uh, since you've been back. Uh, this is your first day downstairs working out. Right. And I was hoping you could you could give us a, a sort of a portrait of of the scene down there when you go work out in your uh, gym down there. Yeah. You, the principal characters. Yeah. Well, we have uh, four of us. There was. Uh, uh, two women, which are the wives of one who comes down, and the, uh, the rest were, you know, and they were only two women were, uh, were their husbands were renters, but they were a part of of our life because they were enjoyable to talk to. We had a lot of fun and laughs. Bert Pike is is there, and right. so 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 there's. There's Marianne and Nancy, I think, right? Yeah. And they're both huge Cardinals fans. Oh, I never see fans of any kind be as, as dedicated to the, as they are. They have they have all, tickets to all the games here. Yeah. And they have tickets back in St. Louis. Right. And then and um, they know everything that's going on with with the. the yes, Cardinals. they're very and they're very pleasant to talk to. Yeah. And then there's Bert. Uh, there's Pike. Bert Pike, yeah. who is the kind of the mayor of of yeah. the uh, of that room down yeah. there. Yeah, he, he'll never retire. He's he he was a lawyer, but he still performs marriages. Yeah. He's called the minister now. Right, he's the he, well, he's uh, he's from the Boston area. Yeah, and he, he was a lawyer up there, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, he said today, he told me, I know that he always has jokes and riddles. Yeah, oh, yeah. He says that it's Dirty Tuesday. Is that? What did he say? Filthy Tuesday? Yeah. He does, does he do dirty jokes on Tuesdays? Is that right? <laughs> well, not really. This morning we were talking about this this gal I met down at the rehab who was in the therapy department. Yeah. And I was talking to them and telling about her. She was 33 and wanted to get married. We couldn't find the right person. Yeah, and I explained to her what she could do. Yeah, right. Uh, to accentuate her assets, her, her assets, and that way attract the the opposite sex. Now, did the did the your crew downstairs? Did they have any opinions on that? <laughs> well, they all had opinions, but uh, that way I can't express them though, right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, I know that I've worked out down there yeah. with you before. Yeah. I did that last year, yeah. and uh, it's very it's very amusing group. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. They, th they make the stay here worthwhile. It's enjoyable, a lot of laughs. And there was there was a, a quite a bit of conversation regarding your microwave this morning. Yes, <laughs> your your microwave. Can you tell us about what happened to your microwave? Well, it stopped working, but I 
I, had, I used to belong to a plan where they, they serviced them, uh, and I dropped that just last year after 20 some odd years when I didn't have any any claims, and now I got one. And there was a fellow who worked for them who repaired my, my uh, microwave last time by replacing a piece of wire there somewhere, and he knew exactly what to do. I, and I would love to have him here, but... Uh, if I call and, and ask for him, they wouldn't send him here because I don't have their plan any longer. Oh, right, right. So what are you going to do? Well, I try to get somebody uh, who's uh, who may be able to fix it. And so if I don't, then I'm going to be compelled <laughs> to buy a new uh, microwave which is the advice of all my friends downstairs in the exercise. Bert room. said that. Yeah. Bert was Dave, a he, he, Dave championed Mary, that idea. And Marianne. It was it they was a not a, yeah unanimous. And they said you should buy one immediately. They're very inexpensive. I says that's not the point. I'm, I'm because I want one that fits in like. Well, because this is part of your stove unit yeah, or yeah, yeah your yeah yeah. And so that's that's the problem. But they don't seem to care about the. That problem. Well, how are you going to prepare dinners after we leave now? Well, I'm going to go out and buy them. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, Grandpa, I think uh, um, my ride's going to be here in yeah. 15 minutes. And uh, so we should probably finish. But I wanted to thank you yeah. for your second uh, appearance on Fangraphs Audio. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. That has been uh, Philip John Sestouli Sr. Yes. Uh, I am Carson Sestouli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio. You agree? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs>